Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, Aztec family? The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag, that's betonline.ag today, and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag, and sign up today. This is the Aztec Legacy Podcast with yours truly, Robert Ortiz, where we honor and learn from the legacies of the past, present, and the future Aztecs. Today, we have a special guest, uh, my little bro, uh, the guy that stepped in after I left uh, and filled all of my shoes and some, uh, Mr. Brett Swain. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Just glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, Rob. I appreciate it, man. This is an honor to be on this Aztec podcast. Of course. I mean, it's, it's, it's an honor to have you. And, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be an Aztec podcast without Swizzle. You know, uh, what hey, man. I was at red and black through and through, man. That's what we bleed. Yes, sir. So let's jump right into it. Uh, first off, I want to get to uh, Brett Swain. Let us know where you're from. Obviously, I know, but let the people yeah. know where you're from. Uh, and then who you were as a, as a kid, you know, like what, what yeah. type of athlete were you? What, what sports did yeah, you man. play? So growing up, you know, I'm from Carl. I went to Carlsbad High School. So, I, you know, I spent half of my my childhood in Carlsbad, my later half. And then I spent, actually spent my younger years growing up in Escondido. Oh. So uh, I actually grew up in Escondido a little bit. And uh, I, I was a big time baseball player out there. So I played for the Escondido Continental Little League. And the funny thing is, is it's fun. That's kind of where all my athletic career started was just right there in the Kate Carson Park right there, oh, right okay. outside of the mall. So it's pretty – everybody pretty kind of knows that area because you know the mall. Yeah. Um, what is that, North County Fair right there? Yep. Yeah, so Fair. that's kind of where I grew up right there in that area. And then, you know, I, I was a baseball player. So my dad, he, he was a first-round draft pick out of Grossmont High School, and uh, he went on to play in the minor leagues – and, uh, you, you know, I was just – I grew up a big-time baseball player. That's what, you know, I, I grew up training and doing and getting ready to, you know, go do. So, um, my younger years, I was uh, playing for the Continental Little League. And the funny thing is, is I just found my all-star jacket. And I, bro, that all-star jacket, like, yeah. it's a blue – it's a blue and, and, and gold jacket. And it's like, you know, when you play Little League, like, you make the all-star team, like, that all-star jacket is what everybody wanted. So I just pulled that jacket out and it was just a good reminder of kind of this story a little bit and just like where I came from and that Continental Little League and how important that jacket was and being on the all-star team. And we had some good all-star teams, some good baseball players come out of that area. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of a guy named Danny Putnam. Um, So Danny Putnam, he was a, he played for Stanford he went on to play for Stanford, but uh, played a, a lot of baseball in the major leagues. So he had some big time home runs in the uh, 
college world series, I think back in the day with Stanford. So some good players came out of there. Danny Putnam was one of them. I think he might be in San Diego, you know, doing his thing still. So Danny Putnam's out there, man. What's up? <laughs> SD, so, yeah. <laughs> Playing Continental Little League, man. That jacket was everything. So that's kind of where I where I started right there. And kind of that jacket don't fit, right? No, it still fits. It fits. Just a, yeah, it still Ooh. fits. It's just a little short, though. It's one of those varsity looking jackets. So it's because you know, you're because you you're, 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 you're rocking the baggy back then. Then that's crazy. That you, <laughs> you, I, <laughs> you can't even do that anymore. It's not. He's like, what? What are you doing? Uh, you're baggy. Like, what? It's all bad. My all all my Letterman's are like baggy like baggy. Wear my san diego off. state I'd like my san diego state jacket like i want to go resize my Me jacket too. because Me like too. bro my sit like he just sits in the jet in the closet because it's Horrible. too big it's too Horrible. big Sleeves, i can't wear it anywhere like, twice the size it's all bad yeah so back to the story the jacket <laughs> it, it helped you reminisce it brought you back to your your baseball playing days um and when did you start playing football so I didn't start playing football until my my freshman year in high school. So I moved to Carlsbad in eighth grade, and I played little league over here. And and that next that next season was freshman football. So you know I was a big time ice hockey player too. So like I kind of played some physical sports. So I played I played some uh, some pickup ice hockey and played on some wait, travel wait, teams wait, in the area. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're from San Diego. Where the heck do you play ice hockey at? Well, because I grew up in Escondido. There was an isoplex right there. There was a oh, little ice okay. rink right there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know nothing about that ice. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then and then uh, I really started uh, at the Mira Mesa ice rink. There was a Mira Mesa ice rink right there that I played a lot in, too. But that was back in the Wayne Gretzky days, like when Wayne Gretzky was winning – like games and you were watching I, I that like I remember watching Wayne Gretzky and I was like I gotta try that and I I fell in love with it because it was fast and it was physical and I knew I was gonna like it yeah and I didn't I knew my parents weren't gonna let me play football so they're like oh no you can't play football maybe in high school we'll talk about it wait but so, they let you play hockey well, exactly football, but I don't think they hockey. understood I don't think they understood <laughs> how fast it started and then it started going faster and faster and then I I was able to start hitting kids, and then I was like, ooh, I like this. This is yeah. fun. So I started getting better at it because, you know, I just fit in, you know. It just was a good good, good environment for me. Um, and then that kind of trickled out. You don't really play much hockey when you get into high school. And, um, you know, from there, uh, you know, and I actually had crossed paths with an ex-Aztec, bro. Like, there's an ex-Aztec. His name's Ryan Conroy. Um, and I played football with him at Carlsbad High School, and he was actually working the sidelines at some football games, and I ran into him a couple times. I think he was working in the marketing pro, uh, department. Okay. And, uh, you know, I just ran into him, and I was like, man, that's crazy. That was an old old ice hockey friend and the Aztec. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just run out of ice, and you run out of time, and, you know, high school football hits and you know you just don't realize how big high school football is in San Diego until you get get a kid that's in it and you understand start understanding like all right high school football is pretty big in San Diego people don't realize how big it is but 
there's some there's some players starting to come out of San Diego right now, and and they're playing. That you know, there's going to be some guys that are going to the NFL that are, that are really good college players right now. So San Diego's got some things going on with football right now. I, I, well, right now I feel like we always have. I mean, heck yeah, we go all the way back to like the '70s. We got guys that came out. Uh, yeah, man. But okay, so freshman. Uh, did you so you played you played baseball you played hockey now you're yeah. playing football now uh, I played freshman football playing freshman didn't, football what position didn't know did you nothing. play what position didn't did they have you at? <laughs> so here here's the story here's the story how I figure out what position I was gonna play because I didn't know nothing about football bro oh you nothing. didn't know anything about it no it was my first year bro so I know but here's you how, here's, watched it before. Yeah, I watched it. I love it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I knew what to do. You knew you know? like, you knew Hey, bro, when it was like, set height, I knew what to do. You know, like, <laughs> hey, knock that dude out. That's yeah. what to do. Okay. So the, the story of, you know, what, how I kind of like figured out what position I was going to play that year. And I was like a, like, I was a bigger, like, freshman kid. Like, I wasn't a little kid. You know, I was a big kid. A lot of people thought I was always always playing up like oh this kid's a holdback or whatever and I was actually a year younger and I was playing up because I was big you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like people were like oh no he's actually younger and everybody was like really oh yeah. yeah so um the first day of pads I remember they're like Swain go with the uh, linebackers and I was like I know what linebackers do, you know, like <laughs> so the first thing they do is all right here we're gonna go fucking heads up yeah, and crack heads, right? And oh, Brett, you're gonna go against the biggest guy on the team. How's that? I just remember, hey, low man wins. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so your hockey right. Yeah, low man wins. Low man wins. All right. So I go in and and it's me, me and and this guy named Steven Gutierrez, and he was dang, he was gonna be the truck. He was gonna be the line like he's a line like linebacker type like big neck roll he was gonna run me over right bro i went in and just took his whole legs out <laughs> took his whole legs out because i went in hard too i was like i know what to do i took his whole legs out They're like all right brett you're gonna play linebacker <laughs> so, so i boom they put me on that sam linebacker three weeks later the middle linebacker ends up breaking his hand and now I'm the middle linebacker playing, starting middle linebacker playing freshman football, not knowing anything about anything. They're That's just like, crazy. watch these guys and run to the football. Yeah. And they basically taught me how to read guards my freshman year. So that, I, I guess that was a, a quality that helped me, move, you know, learn the game a little bit is, is reading those guards. So, For sure. How, how big were you as a freshman? Like you, I was said, a, you said you were bigger. I was bigger. I was probably five eleven. I was like, I maybe maxed out at a max six one, a high six one, low six one, six yeah. foot even all the time. Freshman year, I was good five eleven, mm -hmm. probably one seventy. You know, like yeah. I was good looking. One seventy. You know? I was a big kid, dude. I'm gonna I tell you like, right now, I didn't get I played my line, line, middle linebacker, bro. I went into San Diego State at 168. So for yeah. you to be a freshman at 170, holy yeah, you would have. I was 185. Out of me. I was 185. I probably put a good 15, 20 pounds from there. You know what I mean? And I didn't get much bigger because I always like 
one thing that was super important in my family, like, and I don't know, like, if this is like everybody else's family, but like, bro, if you were slow in my family, like, <laughs> they'd let you know. So it was oh, like, really? oh, you can't get slow in my family. Like, it just like. Wait, so how many siblings do you have? Uh, I got two. I got two sisters, but it was more competitive on my dad's side, probably because he was the ex-athlete, and that's what he was known for in baseball. So, you know, he so could like, run. But like when you say your family, you talking about cousins too? Like, uh, yeah, who, I got two cousins. Who who they were slow though. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like they couldn't be in our room. <laughs> like they couldn't be in our room. You know who could be in our room? There's only a couple guys that could be in our room. Yeah, Maybe yeah, Marv. Yeah. Maybe Marv. Maybe, maybe Jeff, maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna hear it. They're gonna hear it. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> All right. So freshman year, you're playing middle linebacker, uh, and, and I'm taking you stayed on the freshman. You played freshman or JV? I played freshman my freshman year. Freshman, yeah. okay. And then, yeah. and then going into the tenth grade, where were you at? Boom! Right to varsity. This kid's. So I, you know, one thing that, um, you know, my dad was, he was a bit, he was a big time support system and, and, and he started becoming a big time support and he always wanted to guide me in the right directions. And, you know, um, that's when I kind of like started stepping up and really telling coaches what I wanted to do. So I kind of started like making it adamant that I wanted to play certain positions. And, uh, you know, I told him, I was like, I want to play safety, you know? So they gave me opportunities to play some strong safety, man. Like I started learning it. And then once I, you know, once you start learning it and get confident and start getting comfortable and then you start making some plays. Yeah. And then I started starting at safety. So as a sophomore um, on the varsity team, so, you know, that's kind of like rare, which fits, you know, which fits a lot football, better. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, you could actually go to college at that size. At right. Yeah. Right. But, you know, at the same time, high school is an interesting level because, you know, I've seen some real small middle linebackers in high school just smack kids all over the place. There was a kid named Matt Chastain. I don't know if you remember Matt Chastain from San Pasquale. You went to uh, uh, Lincoln. The you, I don't know him. Horizon, right? You were in Horizon, right? Yeah. So Matt Chastain, he was smacking kids. He played. He went and walked on at UCLA and – you know, he would smack kids. He was a little guy, you know, and he'd run around. But, you know, that was a better position for me. But eventually, hey, they're like, hey, I think this guy can catch. <laughs> Let's try to throw him the ball. Well, so my junior year, they came up to me and said, hey, you know, we're going to try to throw you the ball a couple times and see what happens. And we went and did a scrimmage at La Jolla in, in La Jolla and – um dude they threw me in and I caught some really nice balls and you know I didn't know anything about receiver or anything or I, yeah. I just ran some banana routes you know that that's the route they teach you hey run a banana this, I'm like all right that one, yeah I could do that <laughs> all right coach yeah you yeah. know touchdown <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so yeah I ran a lot of banana routes my junior year and some some slants <laughs> so kept it simple my first year and then by the 10 my, my my end of my junior year I started really taking off playing receiver my senior year you know safety receiver got got a few offers to some division one schools and um always kind of had my eye on San Diego State I always loved 
just San Diego State environment. Went and watched college games during during the seasons, and uh, just was always during always in the environment. So I always had that kind of base foundation of of San Diego State, and I had some good good Division One offers my senior year. Um, but honestly, the reason why I went to San Diego State was because they were the only school that offered me to play receiver, man. Everybody else offered me to play safety. Okay, wait. You got to give us those. You can't just say I had really good. You got to tell us who they were. We got to know who yeah. you beat out. You know? yeah. Oh, okay. So Arizona State, Ooh. I had a – I had a. it, it was Pac-10 at the time, Pac-12. Yeah. And they were bringing oh, yeah, in yeah. some pretty good safeties and they had some good players. Um, so – and and then uh, University of Utah wanted me to come and play safety with Weddle. So mm-hmm. it was like me and Weddle were the two guys they wanted to bring in. Yeah. And they were like, hey, you could really be good with this guy. And I was like, yeah, but I want to play receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so, score some touchdowns. Yeah. So that San Diego State, Tom Kraft came in, came, sat down, said, hey, we're going to throw you 100, 100 balls. Watch this. Watch these guys, J.R. Tover. Watch Kasim Osgood this year. All right. Check them out. So I went and checked them out. You know what I mean? Caught 100. I think J.R. caught like 15 to 20 balls or something against Arizona State. And I was like, yeah, I'm coming here. <laughs> I'm Sold. coming here. Sold. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm coming here. And uh, so from there on, you know, I was sold on state. And that's when I started coming around. I showed up during uh, during spring ball, I think, uh, trying to be all, you know, I'm perfect. You know, like, hey, I got my notebook. I'm going to take notes. I don't think I read any of those notes that first spring I came in as a high school kid. I was trying to, like, be cool. Yeah. These guys really work hard, you know, and I'm trying to take notes in the back, and I never looked at those notes. <laughs> <laughs> All never right, so, wait, 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 wait. You're, you're skipping ahead. Hold on. So <clears throat> you recruited by some good schools. You, 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 did you, you went on a recruit trip, right? Yeah. But did you even – were you – before you went on your recruiting trip, were you already like, yeah, I'm, I'm going there? Or was it – Yeah, there? my hearts were sold on – my heart wasn't sold, sold. But I went on two other recruiting trips. I, You know, I, I took advantage of my opportunities, you know. Like, yeah. that's kind of what I was always taught through that process was like, hey, take take advantage of that and and take the trip and just experience because you, you never know, you know. Like, you yeah. never know. You you might fall in love with something out there, you know, like who knows. So I took the trips. Utah was cold, you know, like it was cold. Like it was cool. Like the cold was cool. And Utah was a cool little school and right in Salt Lake city, like cool environment, good people. Alex Smith, Alex Smith was my host. So like he did a really, they really good wanted job. To <laughs> it was close. It was close, but he, they didn't want me to play receiver. You know, I wanted to play receiver. I want to be Steve Smith, man. So, yeah. so they didn't want that. And, you know, so I, I, I did that trip and then I did the Arizona state trip. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to Arizona state right the first night. I was like, I ain't going here, bro. This is terrible. <laughs> that first night was not a good experience. Bro. So, and it was funny because, you know, like when you go on recruiting trips, like you, you try to really show these guys a good time, right? Oh, we're going to yeah. go to parties and we're going to do this and we're going to do all the things you probably shouldn't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so 
Like, dude, <laughs> they take us to this party and we go to this party and I'm in Arizona, you know, it's hot. Everybody's like wearing, wearing like it's nice out. And um, we go to this little condo and bro, they start doing freestyle battle, right? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, hey, Yeah, yeah, we go do freestyle battle. Okay, everybody's standing around, all the recruits are standing around and two guys are battling on the team one yeah. guy against another guy a black guy versus a white guy okay here we go you know where this one's going so now they start rapping one guy says one thing that's like nah i don't i don't like what you said I mean, like, oh man. it was over from there bro they started squabbing i'm holding my guy my guy that's supposed to be on my host like, yeah. he's supposed to be hosting me bro he's i'm holding him back from trying to knock his homie out that's on his team and i'm like bro i don't know about this pot <laughs> <laughs> so then i went to san diego state and i just already knew it was love it's like they put us right down in downtown san diego it was like right on the water take us to all the nice dinner spots coronado Yep. You know, that's where I want to be, man. That's my hometown. I knew I could get away from home a little bit, living in Carlsbad, being from Carlsbad, knowing it's like a 45-minute drive home if I needed to do my laundry. So it was <laughs> right? a pretty easy – it was a pretty easy decision from there. Uh-huh. Did your, did your parents say anything, like your dad, or were they all – Yeah, he wanted me – you know, he has some ties with ASU, so he was like just wanted me to give that an opportunity. But – they were more so just proud, you know, like I got school paid for, you know, like yeah, offered for a sure. full ride scholarship. That's like, you know, it's not, not a lot of, a lot of kids get to experience that. So, you know, I, I think that helped them financially too. So I think they were able to kind of like think about other investments in their lives and what they wanted to do financially. So, um, so yeah, man, it was cool. Nice. All right. So now you come to San Diego State early, correct? Yeah, we, just, we can't. We can't. I, you know, the, the, you guys do the spring ball and, oh, yeah, we're going to bring you the, you know, if you're close, you should just come in and sit on meetings. And that's when I got to meet Coach LaCharles and, okay. you know, I got to meet Coach P, you know. And honestly, like, I think Coach P is – Coach P was one of the guys that, you know, was like, hey, man, like, he kind of knew what he was doing a little bit and maybe he was I, a little a, undergraded, like maybe yeah. a little underestimated. Well, I, I think what that it leads was, us up to where we're going with everything else, you know. Yeah, I think what it was was he was just so close in age sometimes, you know. Right, so, right. so, you know, when you see a guy that's kind of, you know, close – it, I'm not saying they can't be good coaches, but I'm saying, right. you know, you just look at them a different way. But, yeah, I think I learned a lot from him. Uh, right. And he had a lot of good stuff for us. Right. And I think that goes further into the San Diego State stuff and wideouts because now we talk about how, how you kind of got to earn that name. You know, it's like – and that's kind of what you noticed as soon as I came into the room, the wideout room. You know, I was just like, hey, man, like you could already feel the energy like – you kind of got to earn it in here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't like, Oh, you show up and if you're the best guy, then you're going to play. Nah. The hardest worker, the guy that wants to get after it the most, the, the guy that's going to sit here and, and learn what we're trying to do out here that those guys are going to play. Right. Mm -hmm. So sure. I learned that pretty quick. Um, like I said, 
earlier, you know, like you got to find the guys that are doing, you know, the best in the room and try to do it 10% better than them. And like I said, that presence, that senior leadership, you could already tell, like, you know, that's my first year, maybe that senior leadership, maybe like, Hey, it could have been better, but we were, you know, we only had so many seniors. We didn't have many seniors my, my first year. So, um, but you could definitely tell like, Hey, there's some dudes in the room that's, that's really getting after it. And, you know, like guys like you, um, I noticed that, uh, right off the rip that, that you were like setting the tone with, Hey, this is how we do it. You know, like, and even when I showed up for like just off season workouts, you know, I think you learn a lot about a, pe a person in an off season work workout, you know, and like, that's what I'm trying to teach kids now today is like, Hey man, like this is an important hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, this is an important hour because it's going to tell a lot about you and that stuff gets relayed to the guys that make decisions. And yep. you want those guys that are making decisions talking really good about you. So, 100%. You know, so that, I thought that, that, that type of stuff was pretty cool to, to learn at a young age and that, that, that tone was set and that's that wide out mentality, man. And it goes back with coach P and, and how he was kind of like trying to push that on us and, it goes back with Jr. and Kasim and what they were pressing, and all the old state, all all, all the old San Diego State wideouts. That presence, it was there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, I think I know. think I think uh, we that we had we didn't have the mentality that they had in the early '90s when right. I would say, um, at least when I I first got that I, you know maybe naturally J jr had it but it wasn't like a group mentality thing right you know but then when uh you know coach p came in he was the ga um he he let us know how how the the how how we're supposed to take pride in being a whiteout you know right and how we when we go out on that field against the dbs like we aren't soft like you know, what DBs? Tough. Yeah, like, I'm, what? I'm just saying. Like, like, what DBs? Like, like, there ain't no DBs out there. Like, yeah, but ain't I'm nobody just, out there. I'm just saying, wide receivers, uh, let's just say other places, uh, have been known to be the 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 softer of the two DB right. first wide receiver. Now, mm -hmm. when he got there, it was like, nah, -uh. we mm -hmm. are not soft. We go out there, and and like I said, Jr. already had that naturally. He was right. bigger than half the, the DBs we had. Right. So naturally, he already had that. Um, but mentally, I think Coach P brought that to us and collecting brought it kind of more as a collective unit. I remember that as a young age, you know, like I remember. I remember some of the drills that we would do is just like, man, these drills don't even make sense, but we getting after it. <laughs> like, hey, but I, I remember just like you versus the DB. And if you get dumped out, like you don't really want to be celebrated on by the, all the DBs, you know what oh, I mean? And I, I just, I just remember like, Hey man, we, we started getting these dudes. Like, Hey, we started getting these. We started getting after these dudes. You know, mm -hmm. like, hey, we're the tone setters now. Oh, okay, yep. okay. That's and then I... that just goes into every part of the game, you know. And that's that's cool because that's the culture. You know, that's the culture side of every culture wins, man. And that 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 carried with me throughout my whole career, and that that kept me challenging myself and always just thinking, hey, this is the standard, right? This is the mm -hmm. standard. And it's so interesting because. 
after San Diego State when I got to go play with some other wideouts on you know in other off off of other teams. Yeah. Oh, other guys think like that too. So there's no doubt in my mind that football is a tree. You know, it is a tree. It branches off, and that kind of goes into with some other guys that that are associated with San Diego State. Keith Williams. Yep. You know, Keith Williams and Coach P played together. So mm-hmm. oh, just so happens they're Division One college coaches coaching wide receivers coaching same mentality same concepts yep and when i meet a receiver in another receiver room we start talking the same and we don't even know where we're from and oh it all ties back yeah it all ties back to san diego state you know like and and woots was actually donald driver but there it was wide outs through and through because james jones was a wide out and he played for coach keith williams at san jose state yep so and, and, and you know the San Diego State tie Aztec legacy all all ties in, you know. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so <laughs> it's the San Diego State, um, and I just remember this little fast white boy <laughs> that was, tough, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. And what's funny is, um, you know, I felt like anytime I came off the field and you went in, like I didn't have no worries. You know, I knew right. we were taken care of, oh, you know, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and, and so I just wanted to ask you your mentality when you got to San Diego state, were you like, I'm going to play. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just stick with, stick with that. And then I'll follow yeah. up. You know, growing up with a, a professional uh, a dad that plays professional sports, there's a lot of mindset training that goes on with that. And they teach you how to kind of, you know, compete with, with, within yourself a little bit more and how kind of, how kind of nasty you got to get a little bit at a higher level is kind of like a little bit more of a nastier mindset of like, Hey man, that that's where I want to be. So I got to come take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, so no offense, Rob. I was always trying to take your job, man. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm be 102. But, that not, like, but, that, bro. but that's what, people need you know what i'm saying right. that's what pushes you to that next level because it's like yeah. hold on this boy every time he get in he 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 think that's his job hold on right you know i right. have to be like i'm not that tired I, i'll just stay in right <laughs> so and honestly like you, it was your fault because now you're sitting in the front of the room watching film so guess who's sitting next to you <laughs> your boy Yes, sir. Me, uh, oh, this guy. Oh, you're sitting in the front. Okay, I'm gonna sit here, right here, right. Oh, what are you learning, bro? So that's kind of goes to the mentality, culture, mindset of kind of how a professional thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't think like that on that level, you're kind of gonna get left in the dust because everybody's continuously to get getting better. If you're not getting better, you're not trying to help anything. You know what I mean? And yeah. sometimes I felt like it was hard a little bit in our culture, in our environment it, that is that that existed in our room, but it didn't really exist beyond that. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of where I felt like we fell short a little bit and, you know, like maybe we could have done a little bit better, but you know, like that's kind of the frustrating thing with, with, with what I think about. Like, how could I have been a little bit better? How could have I got a little bit more wins out of this situation? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wanted I to win a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, that was really important to me to to 
to represent San Diego and like to have some bad teams those years. Hey man, but it is what it is. Like we still made sure that we had that same mindset every time we stepped on the field, like, Hey, we're out here trying to be the best wideouts on the field. Yeah. And I think my junior and senior year, we did that. You know, we established that, Hey, if you're going to play us, like you better respect our wideouts because you know, like we gonna push the ball down the field because we had some really good receivers my senior year, like really good receivers. I agree. You know, we every I think everybody had an opportunity to play in the next level or or get drafted. So, yep. Um, you know, everybody played a, a lot of football. So, yeah, I'll say this: y'all made me proud. You know, as yeah, a as a wide yeah, out alumni. Um, you know, I was like, man, you know, you look. You look at uh, when you you move on and you look back and you, you see guys that were you know behind you pushing you and you're, and they're balling out. You're like, damn, right? Those are my youngins right there. Those are my guys right there balling. And while and then, you're doing, but you're you're taking you're moving on. You're playing at that next level too. You're taking advantage of that opportunity and you're getting that opportunity because that's the way you thought. You yeah, know what yeah I mean? for sure, for sure. So, but this is San Diego State, man. I'm I'm right, focused right. on y'all. And I wanted to, I just wanted to let you know, because I don't think I've ever expressed that to you, that I was yeah, proud man. of you guys, I appreciate that. you know, and um, so I, you, you, you already touched on it. And again, I was going to, I was going to talk about how, you know, you did push me as an individual mm -hmm. because I did see, you know, there was times where I come out because I was either tired or something. And then you go and do something. You know, I'm like, what the? Right. Just hold on. Little oh, sneaky oh. snag. Maybe give you a sneaky snag. Oh, yeah. that looked like it was overthrown. No, he snagged it. No, <laughs> he got it. No. What, what I will talk about <laughs> right now, though, is that Ohio State first play of the game. Hey, uh, man, that was all you guys, man. Hey, I'm not even going to take credit for that. Hey, that was all you guys. I, I have you to know. Hey, I have to know. What was going through your mind before, yeah, man. during, and after that play? Well, you know how, you, if you remember right, like that was the setup all week. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, we're going to run bubble. They're going to be in man. This guy's going to be way over here. Nobody's going to be able to get to him. And we're going to put Swain right here and nobody's going to catch him. It yeah. was like, that's how we were talking about it. And it's like, all right. So that's kind of how I was thinking about it. So I, I kind of just visualized it like that happening the whole time, the whole, you know, and, and I don't think it played out like that every time in practice. Like, <laughs> oh, like something happened. You're right. <laughs> Maybe it was a wet grass day and I slipped or something like yeah. and crafts pissed off and we got to start pat and go over or something. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of like how it was the lead up is that, that I visualized it. It didn't really play out like that in practice. And then we got to the game and it was like, all right, let's just play this out and see how it happens. So set hike, we're first player of the game, ball on the 20 yard line. Here it comes. Uh, Kevin O'Connell gets it out of shotgun, turns and throws it to me. I just made sure I wanted to catch it, man. Right? <laughs> hey, bro, just catch it. Like, boom, photo. I remember he take a photo, took a photo of it, caught it, picked it, uh, made sure I tucked it away. And then I just saw two perfect blocks, like, ooh, cut blocks too. Like, they chopped them down. So, boom, 
the lane open, it was, you could just see, just like I visualized, it was like, it just spread open and it just, I saw the lane and I just took it and I was like, man, it was off to the races. And I was like, I hope I don't get caught at this moment. These guys are going to, these guys are going to roast me like (laughs) J-Dub. Oh, Marvel. He won't let me. Oh, so that's kind of what I was thinking as I was running, like, bro, don't get caught. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. And just get open. Like, just big stride, get open. Yeah, but and you didn't I couldn't have- even hear anything. Like it was just wind in the ears, and it was just like that was a big time touchdown because that was a big crowd. Hundred <laughs> you know I mean? percent. Like, it was wow. the opening play. I honestly thought game was over. I'm like, oh, we winning this joint. Yeah, <laughs> and then not so much. Nah. But <laughs> that was the highlight of of the game for us. But um. But honestly, though, you didn't have anybody near you. You were gone. Gone. I just, I, that, I think I played it through my mind so much that as soon as, as soon as I saw the blocks, I, it just was go time. You know what I mean? It wasn't no hesitation. I just whoop. And that's kind of how I felt. Like, and everybody told me, like, I think, what year was that? That, year, that was your senior year? Yep. So I was a sophomore, right? Yeah, I was a sophomore. So that year, you know, you played – so I redshirt. I got a full year there. I played enough football to know how we get down in that room, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, these are the games. These are the moments that all you need is one or two or three big plays in these type of games, and you might have an opportunity to play at that next level. Like, yep. so I thought that was real important too. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is the stage right here. Do you if think, you're not if you're not on full throttle, you're not trying to play at that next level right now. You know what, what I mean? So what game? Because I know what game put me on the map. What game you think put you on the map as an Aztec? As an Aztec? Uh, I'm saying, I'm saying that, for the that, next that, level. I'm saying for the next level. For the next level. Um, I I mean, my senior year, I had a game where I put up some big yards, but I don't know if that was the game that put me on the map because of the competition level. You know what I mean? Like we played a smaller school and I just throttled them. Yeah. And a couple touchdowns were just like ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know if I can count that one, but I think I played a game against New Mexico, uh, against the uh, university of New Mexico that it wasn't, a, it wasn't a crazy game, but it was a, a it was like, six or seven catches for 101 yards but it was like i was running routes <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, what I, mean? yeah. I was just like getting first downs like i was getting like i was getting open like and you know how hard it is to get open in those rocky long defenses because they got dbs everywhere you know yep. what i mean like they yep. got guys that can cover they got guys that are blitzing everywhere I didn't really know how to read it young, my younger years. So I was really struggling in my, like, cause that was a game I, I had my eye on. Like I need to defeat this three, 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 this three, three, five defense or whatever they call it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need oh, to def- mentally defeat it because if this kicks my butt again, like I feel, I will feel de- defeated. So I put up a hundo, I put a C note up on, uh, on Rocky long one year. And that, I think that game kind of made me feel like, hey, I could play at the next level because they had two receivers. They were really good on their side, too, that ended up getting drafted before me. So 
there were some really good receivers and we were battling for kind of statistics and numbers shouldn't be important but i was always kind of looking at it where are these guys at you know like <laughs> hey, hey coach long i need a couple more rocks i mean what's up yeah I you know? so but yeah um I, I think that was one of the games that I played that, that put me on the map. That was my – I think that was one of my – that was my junior year too. So, yeah, and I played – had some good games my senior year. And, you know, that it was pretty much just – Consistent. Yeah, consistent. Consistent play. So Yeah, that's dope. All right. So, before I let you go, I need to know if you could – if you can uh, place a phone call to the 18-year-old – 19-year-old Brett Swain, Swizzle. Mm, what, what are you going to tell him? What advice are you going to give him? Shoot. Uh, don't think don't, – don't think with – only think <laughs> – think, think with only one head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, for real, though. Hey, bro, keep your head on straight, man. Like, you don't need to fall for all those traps out there, man. Just make sure you just are seeing things clearly. You know what I mean? Think, yeah. Make sure you're thinking clearly. Mental health is important. Make sure you're just feeling good because if you're not, if you're not feeling good about yourself, it, it, you know, it might be affecting you in, in, in your performance of whether you're, you're playing sports, your job, or whatever. That stuff is, really does affect you. So make sure you're thinking clearly, thinking, thinking positively, and uh, making sure you're 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 making impacts so, in, in your life in other areas. So that's for what sure. I would tell him. For sure. Do you think you would have listened? Man, to yourself. You're Super calling Bowl yourself. Chant, like, hey, bro, you <laughs> want a Super Bowl chant? Like, you want like this is what you did? Yeah, I would have listened, bro. Right, for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I was able to hear the credentials, like, oh, this is what you did. If I was able to see the resume, yeah, I'd feel good with that. I would feel good with that. I would have to listen to me. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your journey, how you got to San Diego State. And then while you're there, and uh, we're going to have you on for part two to, to find out, even though most of us already know. Uh, the journey after San Diego State and, uh, you know, where you're at today. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on and talking a little red and black. That's, uh, that's awesome. Of course. All right, brother. Yeah, you have a good one. Stay blessed. Yeah. Legacy. 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 Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.